0: Welcome to today's podcast. Um, obviously, when you're podcasting something, it could be any time and you can listen whenever you want. But in reality, it is the eve of the absolute 80s birthday uh, that we are sat here waiting for you to start listening to the podcast proper. And because it is the eve of the absolute 80s birthday, I thought we'd go back to the 80s. Right. And uh, the start of the Ghostbusters movie, when there was uh, a little bit of an experiment going on with the old clairvoyancy and uh, drawing of pictures to see if you could
1: work out uh, what I'm actually drawing. If I recall, and it's one of my favourite films of all time, I think it's Venkman, is sat there, Dr Venkman, and he's got uh, pictures on cards, and then they're trying to see whether someone can actually use their, their mind to read the picture. OK, so I'm going to
0: draw, now, okay, you can engage me in conversation if you want, but really, the premise of that conversation is really to see if you can get into me, look inside and, your mind, and find out what I'm drawing. And you so. know, and,
1: and you know, play along at home, play along at home. We'll find out in a minute what he's drawn, but you can certainly play along at home. It's very, he's concentrating very hard here. Very, very, co- looks like he's um signing a cheque <laughs> at a service station. <laughs> That's the kind of downward looking to scribble that we've got going on right now, okay.
0: I mean, you need to be concentrating really because. Soon,
1: I'll be asking you if you know... It's a very detailed picture. In terms of the length of time you've been drawing, again, I can't see it, but it seems like a detailed picture. Thank you very much. But it's shading. He's doing shading. The picture is done. OK. What for? Draw. Focus in your mind what the picture is, mm-hmm. just a second, and then look to your left. Had to check left or right. Look to the right. OK, look back at me. I think it's a train. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a train. Damn, I went for Route 1 first. It's not a train. It is... say, say out loud at home what you reckon it is. And what was it? Find out at the end of the podcast.
2: Absolute Radio.
1: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie
2: With Tesco Mobile, every little helps.
1: Absolute Radio, where real music matters. This is Hometime on a Tuesday Now We've got another action-packed show for you lot. Find out how you can win £80,000 on the way. And Everton fundraising legend Speedo Mick is in chat about his latest adventure in Speedos just after six. So here's a strange one. I'm after your help if you work
0: in retail or indeed if you have ever worked in retail and can
1: impart some intelligence. Can I just say, before... you tell everyone about this, this is my favourite thing. It's a late entry for my favourite thing of 2019. It's happened to somebody else. (laughs) I'm doing a
0: standard supermarket shop this
1: morning. Uh, I get to
0: the self-checkout. I start going through with uh, all the items in there. Yeah. And then I scan through a rack of ribs. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a modern Henry VIII. (laughs) Thank you very much. Henry VIII now. One of those, let, let me describe it, long cardboard box, size of a computer keyboard... N- nice ribs. parallel, really. I've never thought about that before, but it is the same size to <laughs> keyboard. Exactly, as the yeah. Yeah. Stick it in the oven for half an hour, five minutes to go, pour a load of barbecue sauce over it, eat like a king in the evening, all right? I always walk past those things and think, oh that looks absolutely that looks lush that. Yeah. And you're paying about four quid maybe. It's a bargain, isn't it? The machine bleeps. Required assistance. I'm like, what it's ribs? What's going on here? Shop assistant comes along, does the whole sort of hieroglyphics on the on the screen, and then looks at me, and clearly presses the button that says customer clearly over 23 and then off they go.
1: Wow. I got ID'd for a rack of ribs. It's amazing. What's going on there? I didn't realise. I mean, I know they have um, they sometimes have tags on certain types of meat because it's expensive. No offence to you but you weren't buying Aberdeen Angus Steak. Were no, you? it wasn't, no, no. It's your basic no, rack of ribs. It was. So maybe there's some kind of weird law that we don't know about as just normal consumers that yeah. you, you get, you have to be sized up. Maybe they've got like, what's that policy of looking at least 23 or over? A little sign saying if you're lucky enough to look older than exactly. whatever or younger. It's it's,
0: it's, it's always nice to be kind of, you know, ID'd, but, like, for, for ribs, what's, what's that about?
1: So, you being ID'd for a rack of ribs, like I said, my favourite thing of 2019, <laughs> but I feel like we need an explanation. That's what we need. If you
0: work in retail or, indeed, have ever worked in retail and you're happy to be a, a ribs whistleblower, <laughs> 8, 12, 15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio.
1: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Show with Bush and Ritchie, a mixtape from someone trying to impress you on a Tuesday night. It's quarter past four, look. Just after some kind of
0: explanation as to why I might have been ID'd at the age of 42 in the supermarket
1: today when buying a pack of ribs. Amazing. This is amazing. This is such an awesome thing. If we can get any form of an explanation, that would be great. Uh, Someone uh, says here, the ribs might have had an alcohol-based glaze on them. No. I don't feel like they did. But even if they did, though, you can't get get off your head (laughs) on on a a bourbon glaze.
0: (laughs) Uh, JH has tweeted to say... I got ID checked by Argus when buying a printer last week. Checkout guy told me uh, he'd been asked by their system to ID
1: someone at random. Uh, we're not inviting pun-based jokes on this, although Dan does tweet to say, did Richie use his passport? <laughs> 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 we're not going down that route. We're not, but that's we not want bad. want to find out what's going on. Like, for, for real, man.
0: A tweet here. Someone else saying I had to have a proof of age check for buying some Bailey's ice cream. On checking, it's 0.34%. Not even as strong as a can kind of top-deck shandy.
1: That's madness, isn't it? And I remember back in the day, you, we, you would buy top-deck shandy from like the ice cream van and I think, <laughs> how many of these would we have to have to get drunk? Uh, so we're almost delving into the territory of the weirdest thing you've been ID'd for. Ryan Murray says, uh, apparently you have to ID a certain amount of people per shift. I suspect the employee was simply trying to rack some quick numbers up. Again, if that's a rib pun, you get a three-match ban. <laughs> Love this one. Uh, guys, I was once asked for ID when ordering chips and a Weatherspoons. I was with a group of college friends and the staff made us all sit in the family area because we weren't over 18. None of the under-18s had ordered alcohol, but apparently it doesn't matter. It matters.
0: <laughs> right, Mel's hanging on. What happened to you, Mel? Well, I was just
3: wondering, well, we've got a little one of these. Uh, yes, it was Waitrose. It's a panatone, I'll get over it. But, um, yeah, no, just went in, self-service, picked up this Panettone and thought, right, okay. And it, for once, I didn't have a bottle of wine. And then I thought, why am I getting an ID? You know, and the, the woman came over and I, she sort of looked and went, hmm. I don't know. And so we looked at it again. And then when we looked at the ingredients, apparently this panic only has like this micro amount, allegedly. Of prosecco in it. Wow! What so is can, can, can I be an idiot tea? here?
1: I don't know what a panettone is. What is It's that, is that oh thing my. where you cycle and you go to the front, isn't it? No, that's the peloton. Oh, that's it. Your panettone
0: is uh, a a sweetened really Italian cake. Know what a panettone. Is. Oh, I've
1: <laughs> had, a, had a few of them, Mel. <laughs> but I've never felt I've been off my trolley on one. No, that's be hard to get off your trolley on a panettone.
3: <laughs> well, believe me, it
0: wasn't because <laughs> the thing is fundamentally it cooks the alcohol out. That's a good point. That would have happened to my ribs as well. Yeah.
1: Your ribs had bourbon in it or something. Well, after our uh, staff Christmas party next week, Richie's ribs will have bourbon (laughs) in them, that's for sure.
2: Radio. They asked
3: for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is,
0: the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It looks like most of you are saying maybe some kind of alcoholic content in the glaze. Yes. Uh, someone is saying, I worked on the tills in the supermarket and self-service was being newly installed. On day one, it was getting people to ask for ID
1: for someone buying a Swede. This is it. It's almost like uh, machines running away with I themselves. I think that's what's going on here. They're taking, it's literally like a lower level version of the Terminator movie. <laughs> but no one had paid to go and watch that. There's people being ID'd and getting irate about it. Uh, speaking of uh, shopping intricacies, uh, it turns out I may have uh, broken shopping etiquette or protocol uh, at, at the weekend without even no- noticing it until you point out because I took a photo and put it on Twitter.
0: Is this thing this thing you did? Yeah, the bag I, for life.
1: Outrageous. So I did my big shop in Aldi but used a Tesco bag for life. And, <laughs> and Richie replied to my tweet saying, you're brave going in there with a Tesco bag. I admire the fact you were showing long- Loyalty to our show sponsors.
0: Yes, of course, like. of course. I've got tattoos, the whole thing. <laughs> However, I, I could never go into a supermarket and use a bag for life of a supermarket was not the one I was in. See, I don't never care.
1: Never do it, i feel so bad. But I'm, I'm I'll I'm do anything. Like, for example, on, on my key ring, I've got every single loyalty card of every <laughs> single shop. So when they're asking, you know, have you got your loyalty card thing to scan, I'll, I'll shuffle through them like someone shuffling a deck, a deck of cards. <laughs> you know, I've got no about it at all. I wonder if the shop assistants are bothered, or am I overthinking it? I feel like they are bothered a bit when I hand over like <laughs> loads, of, and they're called loyalty cards as well, so it's like a slap around the face <laughs> for them, isn't it? So we just want to know, I mean, we've been talking about shopping in this first hour of the show, is that, is that breaking shopping etiquette going in with a different supermarkets bag for life? It definitely is, in my opinion. For me, I think it's fine, but you guys decide. 8 12, 15. Home time,
2: Tesco Mobile, celebrating a 100 years of great value with their most wonderful deals, with wonderful savings just for you. Tesco Mobile, every little helps.
1: Uh, talking about shopping etiquette tonight on the show. Uh, so I used a Tesco bag for life whilst doing an Audi big shop. Is that bad or perfectly fine?
0: Uh, Lee in Manchester says, nobody cares Bush, your average supermarket worker doesn't know the day of the week. They want you in, they want you out. <laughs> and that's coming from someone
1: who works in retail. Phew, I'm glad he's in there because that would be <laughs> an, completely unfair. Uh, Nick Saunders <laughs> says, I always try and take a bag from the next shop up. E.g. a Waitrose bag if I'm in Tesco, Sainsbury's if from am etc. Interesting way of doing it. Uh, we've got Laura on the line uh, who who unwittingly broke uh, Bag for Life protocol the other day. What happened to you, Laura?
2: Yes, I just popped into Lidl to pick up a bit of fruit and veg and uh, happened to grab a bag out the uh, car. I didn't notice what it was until I got to the till. And uh, I pulled it out and uh, all of a sudden the lady sort of looked at the bag and looked at me, looked at the bag and looked at me again. And then sort of put my things in there with disgust. Um, and it was only as I was walking out of the door that I realised a couple of the other customers were looking at me as well. And uh, the only thing I can put it down to is jealousy that uh, my bag said Waitrose and their bag. Said... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's aspirational. I like <laughs> it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio.
1: The Home Time podcast with Bush and Richie.
0: Bush and Richie with Home Time. Listen to it on the Absolute Radio app across all eight stations. The Cure's Love Cats on the Birthday Station. Absolute Eighties. <laughs> Sam Fender's hypersonic missiles on the newbie Absolute Radio 10s and the killers when you were young on Absolute Radio. Uh,
1: we must flush uh, Absolute 10s head down the toilet and uh, <laughs> let it know who's boss because it's the new kids. Remind me to do that later on. Uh, meanwhile, have got to tell you guys about this. Uh, our friend Sophie was in the park this morning with her daughter Flora who's best friends with our little girl Thea and they're playing on the swings in Leon C or whatever and they turned around in this park and a hard-faced squirrel was stealing crisps out the bottom of the buggy. <laughs> Sat in a you know, little tray thingy Getting the bottom of a buggy? Yeah, yeah. Boulder's brass squirrel sat in there eating the pea crisps that were wow. meant for It's not unbelievable. How brazen. They are. And I think something has happened to animals recently where they've gone like dead hard faced You know what I mean? Like <laughs> foxes. State of foxes these days. Everyone yeah, yeah, needs yeah. to be a bit kind of like, oh, scared, oh, hide behind a tree. Now they don't care. I had to go out, on walk into the road to go round a fox really? the other morning when I was walking to the train station because wow. he wouldn't actually get out of the way. He wouldn't give way. Cats, seagulls, exactly the same. So with this in mind, and I do believe this bit of crime this morning stealing the pea crisps is the tip of the iceberg uh, we are opening here on the Home Time Show the Animal Rogues Gallery a, a desk with people waiting for to take your calls open for the next hour if you have a story of animal misbehaviour when animal, an animal has turned round and done something to you which is just I don't know a bit illegal just not on really get in touch
0: I would say it was definitely anti-social a year ago around about then do you remember I told you the story how I visited the, uh, the, the little cute little petting farm oh a little petting Zoo. and then i got bullied out
1: by a rogue goat goats, you remember goats are nasty bits of work aren't they aren't well, they horrible got horns they have got horns yeah they've got horns and an attitude that's yes, what they've they got. have yeah so you've been kind of manhandled by a goat i have
0: indeed i would put the i would definitely put that particular goat in my rogues gallery
1: and also not only that i don't want to feel that you you have been uh singled out for animal misbehavior but also you had that coyote doing well, stuff i did
0: i did and uh it's not been around for a while yeah, maybe you showed it his boss. I think I did. I stepped up to the coyote,
1: But yeah, coyote and a goat. So I've had a couple. What a year he's had. <laughs> so look, if you've been the victim of animal misbehaviour, whether it's a squirrel, coyote, goat or anything, get in touch with our desk now. 8-12-15, we're waiting to take your call.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: The Hometime Podcast
1: with Bush and Richie.
0: Tuesday's Hometime is Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. After six, a gentleman in the studio wearing only Speedos. <sighs> More to be explained later
1: meantime, if you look behind Richie and I in the main studio, there's about 15 or 16 people taking phone calls, a bit like Watchdog or Crime Watch. Uh, we've opened up a desk for just for this hour. We're taking your calls if you've been the victim of animal misbehaviour. Our friend Sophie and Leon C this morning had her daughter's pea flavour crisps stolen from the bottom of their buggy <laughs> by a squirrel in a park. <laughs> They're getting worse, these people.
0: Uh, I'm being told by uh,
1: operators in my
0: ear, I believe Caroline is the
1: first one uh, through
0: to speak to us. Caroline, what happens?
2: So um, I work From home uh, occasionally, and I was working from home on Friday. Thought I'll go and do my lunch. Um, Heard a noise, came back into my office, and my very big, fat, black cat had decided to knock uh, my glass of water all over my laptop, my notepad, my phone, (sighs) everything, and just sat there looking at me. Just say, yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) what what are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it, huh? Huh? I think Um, we're gonna find that they are right up
2: there in this this rogues gallery,
1: aren't they? Cats are a nightmare. What is your cat called?
2: Uh, Thor. So it was kind of my own fault for naming him. As Do you know what? Hero. There you so go. What did I expect?
1: <laughs> so what were the repercussions for you for this?
2: Um, so I, went up, I had to go and beg my IT department this morning to help me. So I got there about nine o'clock this morning after traffic and they I couldn't fix it. Um, so they've given me a temporary laptop and they're going to have to get the engineer to come in and try and fix it. Um, and then I've got to go back next week. So yeah, I just stood there going, I'm really sorry. Please and don't does take Thor,
0: Thor care? Possible.
2: No,
1: not at all. He's really happy. more water (laughs) to Love it. Home time with Bush
2: and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Celebrating 100 years of great value with their most wonderful deals. With wonderful savings just for you. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. And this
0: is a podcast
3: extra. So, yeah, unfortunately, I, I once was uh, forced to punch out a goose in um, in Verilonean Park in St. Albans after it attacked my toddler son. Oh,
1: so wow. let's, just, let's just savour this for a second. You were forced <laughs> to punch out a goose. <laughs> I was, yeah. Uh, when, was this, how long ago was this? Oh, uh, so he's, he's 14 now, so it must have been about 10 years ago. 10 years ago. And just describe the scene to us. So, yeah, we were obviously standing
3: at the lakeside feeding the ducks, and uh, this this goose just took a dislike into my son and started uh, having a go at him. So I, I had to, I tried to put him away, but he wasn't having any in it. So I just, just, just sort of swung a bit of a left hook at him, and that was it.
1: Wow! Oh, wow! Did you, did you knock it? <laughs> did you knock the goose out, or did you just like? No, it all sort of wobbled off towards the lake. Then so. it's wow. an, it's um it's a claim to fame. Have you put that on your LinkedIn profile? <laughs> I was, yeah, I might think about it. <laughs> Russ, thank you very much. Thanks, it's Russ. A,
0: it's story. No <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> Take care. bye
2: Absolute Radio.
3: The hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens
1: when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. How
0: about this? I spent a while, well, they say here, an hour actually, an potting hour. little trees that I'd grown, watched by a cute squirrel.
1: Oh, that's a lovely, that's lovely nature
0: squirrel. scene. Only for that squirrel to shamelessly stuff his nuts in the neat little
1: pots I'd just planted as soon as I'd finished. I told you, they're getting worse all the time. So they're out of control. I think of all the animals, squirrels out of control. We got Judith on the line. Judith, what happened to you? It was
2: Christmas time one year. Um, We used to have an artificial tree, but we decided to have a real one. Right. right. And and my cat, um, very grateful that I'd brought the outside in for him, (laughs) peed all over it.
1: (laughs) There's something about Christmas trees that sends cats absolutely wild, doesn't it? They they pull it over, climb up it, do all sorts, don't they?
2: Yeah, he's never done that. But we had to get rid of this 60 pound tree because. Once you have the smell of cat pee, you—that's
1: it. You can't get rid of it. Oh dear! What's his name? We like to know the name of these things.
2: He's called
1: Java. Java, Java, as in like the the script on a computer—the thing you got to keep updating all the time. Java. <laughs>
2: no, as in as in the black coffee. Hey. Eh? Java, Java, the coffee that comes from Java. Okay. Very strong black coffee. He's a very strong black cat.
1: I did not oh, know that. I thought he genuinely was some form of computer <laughs> no, reading scripting yeah, script thing. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> um, if, he was, if he was JavaScript, I would have updated him before now. Hey! Absolute
1: Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Have you been the victim of animal misbehavior? Get in touch tonight. Tom says, I watched a fox regurgitate a pack of wafer thin ham as an offering for my cat. <laughs> had to cover it with a bucket to stop the <laughs> KE in it. And Kip says, uh, when I was at Whipsnade Zoo once as a kid, a, a tiger squirted me in the face from its rear end. <laughs> That's <is> awful. <laughs> That's the worst thing I ever heard. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> a tiger. That in in a way, that's that's quite cool because tigers don't go around doing stuff to anyone. No, they don't. No, it's quite. And if if a tiger's going to do anything, you'd rather at that end. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So consider yourself lucky, Kit. <laughs>
0: uh, right, Paul. Tell us what happened to you. Uh,
4: yeah, no, we, we uh, went for about three uh, robbing on today. Yeah. Um, just got our just waiting for uh, fishing. To be honest, I was being a bit of a grumpy kit and. Uh, just uh, moaning to my wife that the food hadn't arrived. She she normally has a bit of a go uh, telling me to shut up being so grumpy. OK. Um, I carried on moaning about it and all of a sudden the, the biggest fish and it sounds like I'm just making it up. The biggest fish that I've seen just fell from the sky and landed on my plate. <laughs> just slapped down right in front of me. So- and everything just, just went everywhere. They put the plates out ready to serve. Uh, yeah, big dead fish and a seagull <laughs> landing on the roof of the pub. Uh, and, and I swear, laughing, so, so as far as rogue animals that go, that's... That's the thing. <laughs>
0: so this is this is obviously you're, you're you're pointing at the seagull here. This is not some kind of biblical miracle. It
1: could be. It could
0: be.
4: <laughs> well, well, you know, this is the thing. Is it divine intervention if you, you just look up to the sky and ask for your meal to be served? Is is this the thing that happens? So,
1: well, listen. Could you do us a favour and look up into the sky this evening and ask for a win in the Merseyside Derby for my team Everton tomorrow? That'd be great. <laughs>
0: I'm just going to try right now a bit more simply and go boneless bucket.
1: (laughs) The Hometime
0: Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
2: Absolute radio. I
1: also got sprayed by a tiger head to toe at the Isle of Wight Zoo when I was a kid. The only available spare clothes I had was a I Love Tigers T-shirt from the gift shop. Oh, the irony. And if you want to know what that is all about, download the podcast. It'll be available immediately after the end of the show. (laughs) That is ironic,
0: isn't it? Look, we do plan this show, I promise you. It might not sound like it, but neither of us would have predicted that we would have been talking I mean, that's, we've peaked. Sprayed by a tiger They're, they're having to wear a "I Love Tigers t-shirt. Madness. Now, look, here's the date for your diary. Friday 13th of December. Yes, less than two weeks' time. Ooh. Dingwalls, Camden, Friday night for a big 80s versus 90s shebang. Showdown. Uh, and Yesterday we were asking uh, for your help with uh, what Bush and I should wear for our, uh, our big club night uh, that is 80s and 90s themed. I think we were getting close to some good ideas. That's yesterday. some
1: brilliant ideas. Thank you for getting involved. We've had a look at your ideas, had a look at the budget that the show's run on, and we've revised them slightly. Seriously, you would you would not
0: believe Wouldn't some believe of the it. discussions that are taking place today and kind of think, what, you guys are in showbiz and that? If
1: you need your car washed, by the way, over the next couple of weeks, just drop us a text.
0: <laughs> but look, we'll wear something on stage, trust us, but yes. don't know what it's going to
1: be. Uh, a lot of people are obviously kind of thinking about the night and what they're going to wear and all that kind of stuff. We've got Stuart on the line at the moment, who, uh, see, you seem a little bit troubled, Stuart, about your allegiance is in terms of 80s and 90s?
3: Well, so, I'm a big fan of 90s music. Good man. But also, when I Google all the songs I like, they're all sort of late 80s, so, Stone Roses album, uh I'm going off you, Stu, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> 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 New Order. Right. So, whilst I think it's 90s, technically a lot of it's late 80s. Right. So, basically, I look like a Stone Roses fan, or oh, I'm going to, on the night.
0: So, you've got your outfit sorted, really, which is... Um, a mixture of late 80s and early 90s but you can't decide what to
1: support on the night
3: that's exactly right yeah because my wife's going definitely 90s sort of A grunge look.
1: I mean, I love the fact that people, you know, we've been a bit self-obsessed with this, just wondering about what we're going to wear on stage, but I love the fact that everyone's going to be coming dressed as their favourite decade, do you know
0: what I mean? Oh, I hope so, yeah, we certainly are. What's also a reminder here is that people are taking sides when it comes to the night itself. (laughs) This ain't no normal club night, this is a battle. It is going to be a battle, isn't it? (laughs) Are you up for a battle, Stu? I'm definitely up for a battle, yeah, yeah.
3: I'm just not sure which team I'm on yet. That's
0: not the first time you've said that, is it, Stu?
1: (laughs) (laughs) OK, well, this is a very interesting point, me slurring Stuart aside. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're going to come to 80s versus 90s, we hope you've bought tickets and everything, we can't wait to see you all there. If you're going to come as someone from your favourite decade, whether it's 80s or 90s, who's it going to be? Yeah, let us know what you're going to do. It might help out Stuart. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Home time on Absolute Radio, it's Bush and Richie. Uh, it is an honour to welcome to the show uh, a man I'm going to describe as not only an Everton legend, obviously me being an Everton fan, he's a, he's a legend amongst Everton fans, but I think a legend within the sporting world. Uh, it's, it's an honour to welcome to the show, Speedo Mick. Hello. <laughs> Mick, tell, tell us your, your full name. <laughs> Mate, your real name.
5: Media names. <laughs> because only we you Speedo Mick the whole yeah. way through. No, even my mum's been calling me lately. <laughs> Honest to God, you know what I mean? Speedo, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. My, my name's Michael Cullen, AKA Speedo Mick.
1: So you might know him from just uh, try and paraphrase your your notoriety here. Uh, you are an Everton fan, lifelong Everton fan. Uh, mm-hmm. You go to all the games in a blue pair of Everton Speedos, a blue swimming cap, trainers, and a backpack, and you do walks for charity, been raising raising money over the years for a load of different great causes is that right
5: yeah that's absolutely true
1: how did this begin how how do you start off into this world of wearing speedos and going on long
5: walks well you've got to have a little kink in your brain for once (laughs) you know (laughs) what i mean but uh, the start of it all began when i was doing i was i was doing a few charity marathons and got a bit of an injury on on my knee so i couldn't do the marathons marathons no more I'd never run a marathon before, but I'd never run a five K, a ten K, or a half marathon, but I chose the marathon. And you know, some people say, you know, why don't you do a five K or a half an half marathon first? And I thought, nah, I'll, I'll do the full marathon. Then then I got the injury. So I decided to do triathlons. Never had a never had a swimming lesson. Never <laughs> you know what I mean, never <laughs> rode twenty six miles on the bike and so but I, I could still run the uh, six miles. That you had to run, so I'd done i done about seven of them, and then my leg like, got gradually worse, so I couldn't really run that far anymore, a couple of miles. So then I decided <laughs> that I was going to swim the English Channel, and uh, like I said, I'd never had a swimming lesson in my life. Yeah, so I booked the boats, and uh, you know, a lot of people thought I was you know nuts and, and stuff, and I was like, but I booked the boats anyway. So that was me me me, me goal then to train for two years because it was for two years in advance and uh, uh, I trained for two years in advance and I I swam the English Channel
0: which is (laughs) an incredible feat there's only a certain amount of people that have done that so with with having to knock the running on the head but you've achieved the ability to uh, swim the English Channel yep is it because that was the last thing that you did that you're left with like a swimming cap and speedos you know like right the next way I'm going to raise money is by watching my (laughs) beloved football
1: team in a swimming cap and a pair of speedos because you do turn up you go to all the games in a swimming
5: cap and speedos don't you yeah no matter what the weather December January you know yeah, you know, the, the way I,
1: we're playing at the moment is a welcome distraction, Mick. I'll be honest <laughs> with you.
5: Well, uh, yeah, well it has. You know, that's what. There's a lot of that on 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 the social media saying the best thing about Everton Football Club at the moment is we don't make it. you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is, you know, oh, anyway, but. Uh,
1: but you're about to take on uh, one hell of a challenge, so this is this is why you're here, because we're on the eve of you kicking this thing off. Yeah, man. Tell everyone what you're doing and why, what you're raising money for and what this feat is.
5: Well, I'm just about to uh, start a charity walk from uh, John O'Groats, I'm going the other way, backwards as usual, yeah. you know what I mean, John O'Groats to Land's End, and then gonna we'll start on the 6th of December, just after the Derby. You know, God, f- to try and walk away from that as fast as you can. <laughs> well you know I would a...
0: have thought that's a good way to walk it though, because John of Grace is gonna be a lot colder than Land's End. Anyway it's cold right now. But at least yeah, you, yeah, you can yeah. tell yourself you're walking towards the warmth. Richie, <laughs> Richie thinking ahead on a
1: speedos level there. <laughs> yeah. Well
5: there'd probably be no chance of me if I started at Land's End, there'd be no chance of me uh, getting through Scotland in in January and February because it's just going to be yeah you know snowed in snowed you know iced over so, so that's why I'm starting up that way okay so going to be cold like. January and February um, how long are you expecting this to take it'll probably take me well I worked it out and this is um, one stop by the way uh, we're at six weeks and five days but I'm going to obviously you know encounter a few few of you know. Um, a few other things in the way, do you know what yeah, I mean? I'm to have yeah. to, I might get a little injury, I might have to stop for a little bit of a rest, so... You I, reckon, about, I reckon about eight weeks. Wow. It, it, at the top, at the top wow. of the range, it's going to be eight weeks. So this, I mean, as, as you walk through different parts
1: of the country, then they may see someone walking along the side of the road in a blue <laughs> swimming cap, speedos or whatever. Are you going to have to explain to people in Scotland what's going on?
5: Well, I'm going to have a flag with me on the back so they can have a little look at what's going on there, but I've got some... Fantastic uh, people who are right across Scotland, uh, West Brom, uh, down in Bodmin. All, all loads of people are saying to me, "Come and stay in mine." Oh, so I've great. got, yeah, I've got, I've got up to now. I think I've got about fifteen places to just go and stay in. I'm gonna yeah. have to change my route a little bit to get to these places. But
1: how, how many hours a day are you gonna walk? Though, what's your? Well, target? it'll be
5: about, it'll be about nine, nine, ten hours. Wow! Wow! wow that, that is unbelievable.
0: Me. Well, that's great. So, how can people keep in touch with your progress
5: whilst you? Well, doing the social media speed um, on me on, uh, on of course on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. Instagram, uh, or Facebook, or uh, YouTube as well. I want to start a bit of a YouTube thing going on. Will you?
1: Will you call into the Home Time show and keep Richie and I and, and our Absolute Radio listeners up to date with how you're doing? Absolutely. Give us a, bell a half, at the halfway point, Three, rings. Well,
5: well, I'm com- <laughs> well, three I'm, rings. well, I'm coming back through London and I'm doing a bit of a zigzag. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah man, I'll, I'll pop we'll the kettle on. That would be great. You'll need it. <laughs> and, and,
1: and who are you raising money for, and oh, why is that?
5: Well, I'm going. I've just started my my own charity, which is called Leave the Lights On, which uh, says its own thing really, just about hope, inspiring people, um, you know, giving believing in people who stop believing in themselves basically and So i want to do a load of projects with 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 the kids and all yeah you know what i mean you know maybe playing instruments and just getting them to do things that they wouldn't ordinarily do you know uh, and broaden the broaden their horizons basically you know uh, help families who um who've got somebody who's got addiction problems and uh but you see the the the, the thing is you can The focus is always on the person who's got the addiction... But the ripple effect of anybody who's got an addiction a drug addiction alcohol addiction yeah or any or, or mental health issues in fact is a, it, it's it's a big massive ripple effect, you know what I mean and it affects every family member every friend so I want to start getting some groups together for everybody to be able to talk about that stuff and and their you know their experience around it all and to get a little bit of guidance about how to deal with somebody who is suffering from addiction. Mm-hmm
1: yeah well that's you know an, that. a, an amazing cause uh, we wish you all the best it's brilliant to, to meet you can't wait to get a photograph taken with you in your, in your blue speedos <laughs> in and,
5: and, and keep an eye
1: out um, just the twitter at your twitter address again it is speedo at speedo mick. at speedo mick. watch out and of course uh, we're going to get you to uh, keep us updated here on the home time show speedo mick thank you so
5: much oh, cheers man thank you very much
2: Radio. The
1: Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
0: So welcome to the end of the
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you point them to the end of the podcast because you don't know what I've drawn? I know ne- it's borderline it's, a, it's, an, it's an incredible picture it looks like a picture of something that would be drawn on like the wall of a child's nursery in a horror movie
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: what is that that's supposed to be you tell me it looks like an elephant it is an elephant if you thought he was drawing an elephant well well done <laughs> but you man you need to if you have a look on Twitter at Bush on the radio at Richie Firth we'll tweet the pictures tonight that is the weirdest damn elephant I've ever seen What's your what's your issue with it? Just because you've done like a, bu- a, a book of drawings. What's your issue? The kid. Where is his his? Why is that that snouty trunk? The trunk thing. He's got like a normal human's mouth. Both of his eyes are on one side of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me on his legs. <laughs>
4: it's
1: madness. <laughs>